What's up, party people? My name is Carly. And my name is Ray. And you're listening to Coffee and Cream. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Coffee and Cream, the podcast for the young people by the young people. Mm, we should put that on a t-shirt. I have t-shirts? All right, perfect. My name is Carly, also known as Coffee, and I would like to thank you for joining us yet again. We just found an AirPod. Is this yours? Yes. <laughs> is that a bagel? We screen? didn't just find an AirPod. <laughs> just kidding. It's Laura's AirPod. <laughs> Anyways, Ray, do you mind speaking? Hello, everyone. My name is Ray, also known as Cream, and I am so elated that you have let Coffee and Cream grace your ears for a third time this season. Yes, this yes. is episode number three. But welcome back to the podcast about the college and young adult life experience through the lenses of two people living it, which can be like consolidated into a podcast for young people by young people. High five, Carly. Thank Joke. you. Oh, um, before we get into our brews, we would like to welcome our friend Laura. She's not a guest. She's just visiting. She's going to do our Starbucks drink suggestion of the week, and then she's going to leave. But she's she's doing homework in the library where we are at. So we Yeah, we talk about mm-hmm. Laura all the time, so if you guys were ever curious about what she actually sounds like, Here it's she like is. this. Hello. That's not it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she sounds... sound scared. <laughs> Timid yeah, and scared. Yeah, holding a point in here. <laughs> imagine if we were, though. Yeah, like, imagine not. if we were. <laughs> no, but like, imagine, though. Anyways. Anyways, your Starbucks drink of the week is um, the iced toasted vanilla oat milk shaken espresso. Espresso. Espresso with an S, not an X. Thank you. As we all know, right? Um, yeah, thank you, Laura, for that. Did Thanks you wanna, for having me. Did you want to have anything <laughs> else to say? The floor is yours. No, please, the floor is all yours. Let me, let me step out. Elmo doesn't. She's think. gone. Oh. Elmo, Anyways, Elmo doesn't think. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, uh, before we get to today's episode, we're going to talk about what has been brewing in our lives recently. Carly, you have the opportunity to start us off. Will you? Thank you for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to hold that in my heart, and I am going to take it. Thank you. If you wanted to take some time to ponder on it, we Ooh, could... no, 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 no. I don't have time <laughs> to ponder. Anyways, into my brew. Um, my, I'm finally in my first class that pertains directly to my major, which is education middle grades 300 and that class has been so fun like it's just a really fun class and that's where i've met my cohort they're people that are good people um i've gotten hundreds on all of my assignments so far we've had a presentation a reflection paper and something else but i don't remember anyways but trust she's aced all of them well yeah uh, other than that, the rest of my classes are going well. We went to a really cool, like, theater, music, recital, something or another thing. It was so trippy. Like, this guy was basically telling the story of this famous Russian pianist. composer. Yeah, pianist. Yeah. And was also, like, playing some of his pieces. I really enjoyed it. I don't really like music without words. But I've listened to the... What is it called? She's listened to the pieces of music. Like no, like it's everything that was in the the soundtrack. I've listened to the soundtrack of like. Wait, is the soundtrack of the show we saw available on like Spotify? Yes, I did not know that. It is, and I have listened to it like five or six times. I really enjoy it. Yeah, this is like a big thing for Carly. She doesn't usually like that type of music. It's like usually my jam, and I'm like, you have to listen to this. She's like, okay. 
<laughs> but I'm really excited that she likes it. Yeah, I do really like it. But it was like, it was an immersive thing. So we're like, the audience is sat on the stage and around us is like white, like a white sheet, essentially. It's like a white a, box. Yeah, for a projector and like stuff is moving like towards us. It it was so cool. Like the entire thing was really sick and I'm sure Ray will touch on it more. Yeah, certainly. Okay, uh, <laughs> perfect. Um, also, the chick in front of us, there was a married couple in front of us, probably in their, like, 30s. Yeah. Mind you, me and Ray probably look like college students. Like, I would venture to say that we do. Mm-hmm. We're sitting by- behind them, and we're... The seating is kind of like bleachers, so we're a little higher up than they are. And we had said something funny, and they turned around and looked. And this chick... Uh, she ate me and Ray up like we were candy. She, she was so fun. <laughs> she was. And at one point, I don't even know what was happening. The lights were flashing and like the his playing was like really intense. And I was like, I'm scared. Woman turns around and was like, I'll hold your hand. She was Holds really cool. my hand. So serious. It was insane. And we're not going to get into the rest of it. Uh, I just really enjoyed it. Uh, Birkins Liana, my fish, is still alive. I also got a water snail. An aquatic snail, a mystery snail, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Wara or whatever. Wara. Uh, his name is Georgie. Thanks, Ray, for of naming course. him. He's my namesake. You're going to... I mean, I gave him the name, not my namesake. You're going to pay child support, right? That's not my child. Ooh. Ooh. I remember you being there when I got him. Did you so. birth him? Be honest. No. Okay. We adopted him together. Oh, no, 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 we, no. No, no, no. We were together when we was adopted. Me. That no, wasn't it was, me. You drove. That was not okay, me. Okay, you owe me child support. You That's were in the enough. car with somebody else. That's enough. You owe me child support. <laughs> um, anyways, I have eaten, and this is really <laughs> embarrassing, but not really, an unholy number of apples in the past week. I eat the apples with peanut butter, which I don't really like peanut butter, but the great value... Honey roasted... Honey roasted peanut butter? Yeah. I will eat it with an apple, certainly. Not with anything else, but I'll eat it with an apple, and she that is gross. She certainly will. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Just to, like, speak to, like, her apple <laughs> eatage over the past few days, I walked into her room the other day, and she was, like, crouched <laughs> over. Her back was to me. <laughs> and all I heard was, like, really aggressive grunting and chewing sounds, and she turned around... <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was foaming at the mouth, eating an apple. I would like to say none of that happened. Um, it was actually really scary, but like as long as she's getting her fruits or whatever. No, that actually didn't happen. She's, however, um, yeah, it there was, was in the moment. It was like super concerning, but like who am I to judge? Let me tell you what actually happened. So Ray is sitting in my room. My bed is lofted. He's sitting under my bed. I'm like sitting on my desk, and. He's telling a story, whatever. I get up. He's not looking at me. He's, like, looking at his phone while he's talking to me. And I had grabbed an apple. He didn't notice. I took a fat, fat bite out of it. Mm -hmm. And he heard the crunching and the munching. Yes. And he looked at me like I was crazy. That is what actually happened. I was not crouched over it. (laughs) (laughs) I was not foaming at the mouth. (laughs) Yesterday, she told me, she was, I was like, so how do you, how do you, like, eat the peanut butter and the apples? And she was like, so I just dip the entire apple in the jar of peanut butter (laughs) bite into it. (laughs) She said she sucks the peanut butter off. That is not true. Tips it back in there. (laughs) So, like, it's up to y'all who you really want to believe. (laughs) Okay, Um, let me tell you how I actually eat it. No, no, I cut it into slices. No, no. And I dip it in 
a spoonful of peanut butter that I have. I'm be so real. I've never seen a knife in her room, so I'm not sure how she's cutting it into slices. It's a knife that you borrowed. I don't recall. I cannot stand (laughs) you, anyways. Um, yeah, a whole lot of apples. None of them eaten or dealt with in a way that Ray explained. I mean, she went through an entire jar of peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) That I did do, but mind you, it's a small thing of peanut butter. In a week. How does one do I'm that? I'm about to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's too funny. Yeah, I did go through a whole jar of peanut butter. I like it. No, that's really bad. I like peanut butter too, but I have like the no okay. sugar peanut butter in my room. It's kind of sad. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, it's your turn for a brew. Uh, so I do not have much in terms of brew. I had to work this past weekend, and I feel like at a point, I just start getting delirious with tiredness. And I will laugh at about anything. Like, I think that's what's <laughs> happening right now. Um, I'm really tired. And that's just my brew. Uh, thank you all for coming to this episode. Um, you already got your I thought- think it's outro time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's outro time. Um, outside of that, nothing's really going on. I am... My classes are fine. I think I'm finally getting into the groove. My Tuesdays and Thursdays are my favorite days. One, because I only have one class, and it's music class, and I get to sing, and I get to see my friend after music class. It's really just a good day overall. It is a really good day. I'm Um, the friend, by the way. Yeah. Um, My question of the week is, if you had to pick a social media like platform to use exclusively for the rest of your life, you cannot deviate from this platform, which one would it be and why? Ooh. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I think, and I don't want to hear anything after I say this, because you're going to be like, Ugh. Okay. Facebook. <laughs> and let me tell you, my friends are on it. Mm-mm. <laughs> my, my friends are on it enough to where it's like, the friends that I care about, they're on there. Or, like, I see them through, like, their parents' posts. You don't care about me, then, because I'm not on Facebook like that. Yeah, but I'm always with you, so, like, whatever you post, I was probably there for or heard about, so... Mm-hmm. Anyways, I like the, they're not called reels unless they are, but I like the videos on there more. Like, all of my family is there, not that I, ooh, that sounds not good. Uh, most of my family is on there. So. <laughs> not, the, not that I. <laughs> <laughs> so, get to keep up with them. I don't know, I just kind of like Facebook. Ooh. You? Let me go back to my brew. Sorry, I finished a playlist yesterday. I don't think I've ever shared this with the podcast, but I do like playlists of 100 songs, so once I hit that 100 song cap, I start a new one. And I got to start a new one, and it's really exciting. And I found this new band I really like. But if I did pick a social media, it would be Instagram. Instagram has me in shambles. I Like, the reels on Instagram, (laughs) they're funnier than what I see on TikTok. And, like, the little memes... It's not even, like, memes, because it's not, like, a picture and text. It's just, like, text with something funny or relatable that I repost on my story, giggling and cackling the entire time. He actually screams, cries, throws up. He threw himself out a window once because it was so funny he mm. couldn't bear it. Mm-hmm. Also, like, Instagram is the only thing I, like, consistently post on. Like, every month I have an Instagram post, and it's, like, a cool way to track my life. Like, I have posts going back to when I was a sophomore in college. And I couldn't remember those things if not for the ten pictures on a carousel. Of course, right? I uh, don't post consistently on anything. She so. doesn't. You would like if, mm, yeah. <laughs> she, does. <laughs> she doesn't. Okay. Anyways, we're going to get into today's episode, and today episode? we are. Sorry. No, I respect you as an individual. Okay. Um, Moving into today's episode, we are going. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to be talking Eep-dee-bee. about... <laughs> okay, sorry. It's not that funny. I'm done. I'll leave. 
Okay, there's the door. <laughs> there's the door. <laughs> uh, okay, today we're talking about technology on young people and the effect that it can have on health, mental health, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I think we can all agree that there are both positives and negatives associated with technology. I was talking to Kali whenever she was making the outline. I was like, I can I can think of more negatives, but there are certainly a lot of positives that may very well outweigh the negatives. But first, we're gonna speak on those positives. So, Carly. What is my father texted me? Oh wow! Um, what did he say? Something about insurance. Thanks, Dad. Love you, mean it. He, this is really irrelevant, and he's gonna be like, ah. My dad handles so much of the like administrative part of my life, mm-hmm. like insurance, taxes, mm-hmm. insert the other administrative things. I love that he does that. He's a he's a good man. He is, and I hope he does that forever, because I don't want to learn how to do it. Well, Okay, I, love you, Dad. I wouldn't say forever. No, probably not. Okay. I should probably learn how to do things like that. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. We're going to talk about the positives. Yeah, go ahead. Do you, oh, no, no, I, I would love to go first. Thank you for that opportunity. Uh, I think it's fair to say that we're more connected than we've ever been. I think that's... Like, as a society... <laughs> I think that's fair to say too. Whenever I think about social media, I think <laughs> I think about like 1800s when they were like, you would send your husband or cousin or brother off to war, and they would die, and you wouldn't hear about it until like two springs later, <laughs> which is like really sad to think about. As you giggle, right? <laughs> right. It's really sad to think about. Um, God rest their souls, of course. Um, but I guess <laughs> social media falls uh, plays in that you're not obviously posting deaths on social media, but like being connected as a society is something that it's like we're so accustomed to and i like can't really imagine a time where i would have to letter my friend to see how they were doing Um, letter or write them letter them okay um send it with your pigeon yes wait is that was that like an actual thing yeah messenger pigeon like actually yeah oh i thought it was like a joke we were all like in on (laughs) right i think my mom talked about how her best friend, who is my Aunt Julie, used to pick her up from school. Or no, 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 pick her up to go to school, sorry. And I picked up my friend Madison to mm-hmm. take her to school, right? I would text her and be like, I'm leaving the house in 10 minutes. Okay, I'm on the way. All right, I'm outside. Yeah. My my mom, like, she didn't get, like, update text. Like, did she get update letters or something? I know she didn't, but, like, imagine. You know, <laughs> imagine if she did. <laughs> That'd be so funny. But my Aunt Julie would just come at uh, around the same time i guess and lay on the horn while coming down the street and i think that is so crazy that's really interesting did you this has nothing to do with social media but i'm just reminiscing on advances in technology did you have a house phone yes we had a house phone Uh, we had a house phone and an answering machine i love that on the house phones because we had one was downstairs and one was like upstairs Mm -hmm. so if there was ever a phone call that i wanted to like listen to you could pick up the other one and just listen in. Yep. I thought that was only a thing with landlines. Or is that a thing with every phone? Or, like, every home phone? Like, I phone in home, a home. <laughs> yeah, home phones. Because it was the same line. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'm pretty they sure. They would just hear your breathing on the other line. You'd be like, <sighs> That's enough. Nobody wants <laughs> okay, to hear that. Anyways. But, yeah. We, <laughs> we are more connected than ever. And I remember a few years back, I was talking to somebody whose family, they're like... They immigrated here from India, 
and a big portion of their family was in India. And the only way they could really keep up, because you have to pay quite a chunk of change if you want to make overseas calls for usually, I'm not sure if it's still the same, uh, but like you have to pay extra through your provider. Mm-hmm. And if you want to like send something overseas, you're going to pay a hefty shipping fee. Yeah. But social media was like one of the main ways they were able to keep up with their families, which I think is really probably the biggest positive for me. Um, like we're all connected. Also, I was thinking about this last night. You know how um, during the pandemic, could you imagine the pandemic during a time where we didn't have social media? No. You know how I feel like there were a bunch of negative effects on people's like development and like social skills during that time. But yeah. I think if we didn't have social media, we would not know how to act. It would now. be even worse. Yeah, because for a lot of people, you, the only way you kept up with your friends and like knew that they were alive were either texting them or them posting something on te- social media. Yeah. Which, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to think about what, how I would be if I didn't have social media or Instagram or Snapchat. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. Anyways, the <laughs> next big pos- positive is, like, so much information that is available at our fingertips. Our, we can tip tap, tip, tip, tap, tip, tap, tip, tap, tip, tap, tap, on a screen and <laughs> literally pull up just about anything. And now we have, like, AI, ChatGBT, like, uh, the math cameras, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, Socratic, which I just learned about a few days ago. Isn't that the owl thing? Yeah, like, you can take a picture of any question and it gives you, like, a, a quizlet of it. Yeah. Like, what the dog? Uh, yeah. I <laughs> I think this one can go for, like, positive and negative. I'm not sure about... I feel like those are all positives, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So like much cheating is bad, but like yeah. Do you, I don't know. Some would argue that so much information being always available can like make us so dependent on technology. But I, we're talking about positives right now, so I'll talk about that later. I um, think I feel like being dependent on something that is so prevalent is probably a good thing as well. Yeah. Like you can be, you know, what's going on. If you weren't having, or if you didn't have any technology, you didn't have your your iPhone, your MacBook, iPad iPad, Apple Watch, Apple Watch, AirPods. Like you would be, a, you would be an outcast. You would be a reject. Well, it's probably good that you depend on those things. I Do mean, you own an alarm clock. No. Okay, there it is. But there, are, I mean, you have to think <laughs> about people who don't use technology. I mean, you have like the uh, Amish people, and like, they are their own thing. And I don't think we should be talking about them on this podcast. Live, love, laugh, Amish. Um, they make a lot of good furniture. Anyways. And I love them for that. And churn their own butter, which but is also, really important. I'm not going to say that out loud. <laughs> Just Sorry, I, I got off topic with the Amish people. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, you do. Um, I don't know. I, I think it can kind of be a double-edged sword, but mostly positive because I have so much knowledge that I probably wouldn't have. <laughs> Going back to like the 18th century, you would just have to be, you didn't know it and you didn't have access to a library or you were like a woman and they were like, you're reading? <laughs> You're a witch. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I think it's I think it's very very good for us. I think it is too. What's the the last one? Oh, I really enjoy this one. I made this one, which people would probably disagree with, but technology is so prevalent now that kids are learning how to use it properly and safely. I'm not saying that they listen to the seminars where they are learning how to do those things, mm-hmm. but they're getting them a lot more than we did. Right, imagine, like, we we grew up in, like, half digital age and half not digital age, I would say, because 2007 was when the first iPhone came out, but mm-hmm. before then, it was, like, 
house phones, slide phones, and flip phones, which I know is more than, like, our parents had growing up, but still. Yeah. Um, they didn't like, learn anything, internet safety. Right. You had kids going on the internet and, like, these chat rooms where they would meet actual predators. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> nobody knew what was happening because they were like, how is this happening? Because they didn't know about the vast world of the internet. Yeah. And not that that doesn't happen at all, but it probably happens less, but also people have better ways of different ways of doing things like that yeah but like you were saying like now kids are brought up they have like courses in elementary school like how to be safe online or how not to be stupid online Mm -hmm. and people actually understand what a digital footprint is now so they're not messing up their lives early most of them are not family vloggers oh yeah all my homies hate family family vloggers yeah i do i do think they put this is i guess this doesn't really sound good either way but when I was in school, because I know that in different states it could be different, but when I was in school, we had a lot of, like, don't do drugs. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously. But they focused on that so much more than they were like, uh, don't talk to strangers. Yeah, the D.A.R.E. program, one, was useless. They knew it was useless when we were growing up. Because, yes. I mean, it was a thing for quite some time. Uh, yeah. It was D.A.R.E. in your state. It was not Dare in my state. It was uh, the Red Ribbon Yeah. something. Either, Same thing. Either way, having an officer come in and talk to a bunch of, I don't know, elementary schoolers like, no, stop, please, don't do that. But, like, what's more dangerous for us at that stage? Yeah, I guess if somebody's on the street and, like, yeah, you want these drugs, but dealers don't give out drugs for free. Um, exactly. And also, they make it so much about, we want to scare you into not doing drugs. Yeah. First of all, I didn't know what heroin was <laughs> in the third grade until you taught me about it. I've never done that. I will never do that. But you didn't scare me. You just educated me on what it was. Maybe these programs are the gateway drugs. Ever think about that? No, and I have, and I think <laughs> yes. Anyways. Uh, no, but I mean, they've like proven they don't work, which is probably my biggest grievance with them. Uh, yeah. But outside of that, <laughs> kids are being taught about what not to do and what to do on the internet and yeah sometimes that doesn't work but i also think we're uh preventing a lot of potential bad things from happening by educating these kids early on also the future is going to be centered around technology and you know how many kids because they grew up in a digital age and they found their passion for it at an early age will be like i'm going to college for cis i'm going to change the world with code or whatever like they're going to be set for life they're going to be set up for some success later on yeah and like we make fun of the ipad kids now because like come on guys yeah (laughs) right come on kids (laughs) those those kids are going to change the way that we look at technology and how it works because they've had it their entire lives me i don't actually know how to change the settings on my macbook and i'm only 20 you're 20 you're 20 (laughs) so uh, anyways that being said i'm not like tech savvy i took a keyboarding class right I was, That's it. Yeah, I was thinking about, like, you know how sometimes we make fun of our grandparents and parents for, like, basic things that they can do on their computers or TVs? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. You know how jarring it must have been to... I remember my supervisor over the summer, she was talking about how they used to have this just one, like, one room used to be designated for their computer. Like, it was so big, it took up an entire room. Jeez. Yeah, so, like, them learning about technology and, like well into their adulthood and having to adapt to a world that was mostly technology just imagine how jarring that could be for us now like if we didn't grow up on it and they're like yeah here's a macbook 
Or, oh, like, yeah. if you went from typewriters to a very large thing that beeps in your workplace, just imagine. I could not. Because it evolved so quickly. Yeah. It, like, started and then it went off from there. And it won't stop. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's good that they're learning how to use it properly and safely. I don't think... Like, it... In the third grade, I didn't understand the relevance of, like, why we were learning the whole red ribbon week, like, don't do drugs thing, because mm-hmm. I was like, I've never been even exposed yeah. to that. So kids now are probably like, I don't use technology that much, so why are you telling me about it? I really hope those kids are paying attention, because... Yeah. Any parents out there, tell them to listen to this episode of, their pod- of this podcast. Yeah, I'm not sure it's all child-appropriate, but... Is it? Yeah, they're not inappropriate. I don't think. I think if we are, it's like... Innuendo. In Spongebob, where it just goes over the kid's head. Yeah. Innuendo, out you window. Both of them. Both of them. Anyways, Anyways <laughs> uh, as always, with positives, there are negatives as well. Um, copious amounts. Sorry. Copious amounts of negatives. Yes. Um, <laughs> we only have three here, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, this one kind of goes exactly with the one we were just talking about in the positive section. Like... It's great that kids are learning how to use it safely, but also technology can be super detrimental for kids being brought up in the digital age. Uh, I I don't know. I think at a point, sometimes you're like, yes, this technology is really good. It's innovative. It's changing the way the kids learn or the kids interact with one another. But at a point, when do kids like learn to talk face-to-face? Like When we were younger, I remember growing up, we didn't have gaming system. Well... I didn't have gaming systems in my house. We didn't have phones. We didn't have, like, tablets or whatever. We played outside with sticks. And now we have... <laughs> sorry. Uh, now we have some kids who are, like, glued to a computer. Maybe they do online school. And they after online school, their parents are like, yeah, go play on your iPad or something. Because they don't really value, uh, like, outside time, I'll call it. Yeah, we had a lot of... A lot of outside time. Mm-hmm. Heavy. Back in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I think... <laughs> The amount of time that they're spending on screens cannot be healthy. I don't, yeah. And how are the parents monitoring that? And I get that there's, like, parental restrictions that you can put onto stuff. You know how easy they are to get out of? And I guarantee you, your little iPad kid knows exactly what to do. Yeah. Kids, or knows the password. Kids are super clever. And also, some parents just don't care. Yeah, which is alarming. Like, I probably found things on the internet that I had no business finding when I was younger. And I had very small amounts of screen time. Like, we had TV. Like, we could watch TV. (laughs) We had TV. Yeah, we could watch TV, but nothing crazy was on the TV. But, like, I also had a tablet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I wasn't on it all day long. I was outside. Right. (laughs) We was outside. Yeah, a tablet was a a nighttime thing. But I think about, like, you know, like, the COVID babies? Or say you were, you're not a, co- like, by the time you make it to kindergarten, you grew up in, like, 2017, tween, 2017 <laughs> through 2019, COVID hit, you're supposed to start kindergarten, you can't start kindergarten because everything's online, so you start online, and then you go to, like, middle school or whatever, and you're still doing, like, online-centered learning, because you know how they have, like, computers in elementary schools now? Yeah. Um, like, I don't, I don't think that's good for any type of development like social development you know how awkward those kids are going to be when they get into like the real world and have to talk real world and have to talk face to face with (laughs) people 
Like, I can kind of see it in, you know, the first years that are coming to college now, mm -hmm. they were like sophomores in high school when COVID hit. And like high school is a pivotal time. But imagine like elementary school kids, like by the time they make it to the end of middle school or high school, they're going to be like confused on how the world works because they've seen it through a screen their whole entire lives. Yeah, that's very scary to me. Yeah. The mm -hmm, COVID kids. I hope COVID that they are kids. well. Yeah. I do. But they just missed very fundamental things. Mm -hmm. Like in kindergarten, you learn to share. Because you're probably not learning that at home. And you learn how to read. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's when I learned to read. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Um, moving forward. Uh, and this kind of goes back to the information being so readily available. I think sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming, especially when bad things happen in the world and we're just like tap, tap, tapping, trying to find out more information. One, because we're nosy and we love sens sensationalization of things like terrorist attacks or uh, wars, especially when they're not in our country. Uh, but people find that information and over time, you're just so exposed to it through the news through your phone, your Twitter feed, uh, people talking about it in the real world, that you kind of just become desensitized to it after a while. We learn about this a lot in my classes, actually, because people, at a point, you're kind of just, like, wanting more. Like, how much gory can it get, or how much disturbing, how much more disturbing can it get in the world? Which is kind of weird, but that's what humans do. I have never in my life thought that... But I do think my biggest example that I guess hits closest to home for me is a school shooting. Mm -hmm. That comes up in the news and suddenly nobody is surprised anymore. Yeah. Like it just, it happens so often that people are like, well, it happened again. Yeah. And there's not like a, a big reaction about it, even though it's a big deal. And they're also not doing anything like for any of the examples they're not doing anything to stop it or like change it yeah which is annoying i i don't know i think the point i was trying to make is like you remember when sandy hook happened and you had on the news you had videos of outside the school or videos of the tributes the days after mm -hmm. and then say the shooting that happened i forgot in texas i think it was either last year or the year before and you had video of the shooter in the school and you have these blurred out pictures where you could clearly see blood on like classroom floors and like bullet holes in the walls. It's like, I don't know people over time. We're like, this keeps happening. This keeps happening. We keep seeing it on TV. It's not really bothering us anymore. And then news outlets, both like written news and digital news. They're like, we need to make our news a bit more appealing. We need to have pictures that nobody else has. Oh. We need to have, uh, like content that is, Appe not appealing. It's obviously not appealing. Nobody wants to see that, but we need to have content that is interesting, that is flashy to people so they come to us for their news. Yeah. That's so bad. It's Yeah, it's really bad, but it's the way... That's how you sell news. That's how you sell papers and magazines and stuff like that. It's <laughs> really messed up. But I don't know. I think, to an extent, I'm a bit desensitized to a lot of things. One, yeah. I mean, I've seen whatever I think the world is going through right now, I've probably seen worse. Yeah. Um. Nothing surprises me anymore. Like. Yeah. It's, yeah, obviously that happened. It happened 36 times last year. Like, yeah. you know, no biggie there. Which reminds me of a quote. 
Ray. Yeah, I can't remember it right now. It's something about if the world just ended, I think I'd just be numb. Because if the world ended, I'd be like, oh, okay. Anyways. Um, moving forward to our last negative is... Sorry, I've actually just been... <laughs> did you want to speak? No. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, so for our last point, we are going to talk about information overload 24-7. Carly, let's bring our attention back here. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at Laura. Um, <laughs> okay, we, we mentioned it kind of in our positive section. There's so much information available at our fingertips, but also there's so much information available at our fingertips. Period. And, and sometimes... Is. It's too much information available whatever, at our fingertips. Do you ever get... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Your stomach. Did, do you think they can hear the stomach? Shh. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you ever get, like, overwhelmed by the amount of information that's available to you? Is that, like, a common feeling? Kind of. When there's a lot of, like, notifications about stuff, or, like, there are sometimes where there's, like, 36 Amber Alerts in one day, it feels like. Or in, like, a week. Okay. I was about to say, cannot be that many kids going missing. No, but also, like, an Amber Alert. You're giving me Amber Alerts for things that are, like, 13, 14, 15 hours away. Like, I understand the point, but also... It's it's a weird system for Amber Alerts. Yeah, like, girl, I am not... I'm not on the streets enough to see that car with that license plate. (laughs) Right. Or, like, I actually don't have the news app anymore. I used to have it on my computer, and it would, like, show here. Mm Mm-hmm. It would show so many notifications, and sometimes I get overwhelmed looking at a law class, uh, whenever I had it, mm-hmm. and it would, like, it would have us look at, um, what are the two big ones? One's, like, left-leaning, one's right-leaning for news. Oh, CNN, CNN and Fox. Okay, yeah, we'd have to look at CNN, and then we have to look at Fox, and it's, like, both of them are leaning in their own direction, so neither of them are really giving you a 100% accurate... accurate it's so stressful to find accurate stuff because what's real oh, and what's y- not. Yeah, misinformation is rampant. Also, funny thing about the CNN and Fox at Planet Fitness at home, like when the, on the bikes you're biking, and then right beside each other is CNN and Fox, and sometimes they're talking about the exact same things, but their headlines are so wildly different, and it's like clear that there's some bias there. But I mean, it's, so it's CNN and Fox. That's what made me think of it because you told me about that the other day. Yeah, but it's so hard to find like what's actually happening yeah i think so much information being available it's hard to sift through what's actually true and what's not true yeah um yeah period and then like social media like we get a lot of okay i know a lot of people that get a lot of information from like tiktok oh yeah and i'm like what the dog who raised you yeah some and some people use like Twitter or X now as their news source. Like I go on Twitter to laugh at mm-hmm. like whenever political things happen. It's not reliable in any way. Yeah, Fox News is on Twitter and CNN is on Twitter, but also just because they're putting it on Twitter doesn't mean it's true either. There exactly, and also. Hmm. Had a yawn. <laughs> we are at an institute of higher learning. Oh. And I want to place so much emphasis on that, okay? I wanted to allow that to soak in. Yeah, okay? ponder that, y'all. If you need to yes. pause, just... Yes. Mm-hmm. We are at a four-year university. The amount of times that I have, like, peer-reviewed papers for classes, English class specifically, and I have... Please tell your tummy to stop. <laughs> I don't know what to do. The amount of time that I have seen people use Wikipedia, and I, I don't know that this necessarily goes directly into it, but 
there's so much information and yeah like there's an information overload there's so much info out there on other sources that aren't wikipedia and like i'm not saying that they use wikipedia as a jumping off point i'm saying that they use wikipedia as one of their like two three sources that are required yeah there are some people who see see wikipedia as like a scholarly source and i'm not sure if anybody knows the basis for scholarly sources out there but mm-hmm. it's not wikipedia it's yeah it's wikipedia actually doesn't have like any of that. very very far from wikipedia <laughs> yeah it's that just makes me angry but i think it kind of goes into the information overload because there are so many places that you can get very good information from mm-hmm. and you choose wikipedia yeah and often, going back to, like, the misinformation, people will believe the first thing that's, like, flashy oh. to them, uh, one that they agree with, and one that's, like, uh, readily available. Like, they see a headline, and they're, they're like, that's fact. I'm like, yeah. um, no. They're not even willing to do research. Or they're, right. like... Right. For so much information to be available. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I like you more than I like most people, but I don't like when your tummy is screaming. I, I need to eat dinner. Um, it's about that time. About that time. In a minute, I'm gonna need a sentimental one woman to pump me up. Okay. Um, <laughs> Balenciansi. <laughs> Balenciansi. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. okay. We can move on. Per the usual, we love, 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 love. Big love. Offering unsolicited advice for things that we're probably not qualified to give advice on. So, we're going to share some tips on how to balance your screen time and your time in the. <clears throat> Real world. Thank you for saying that, Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, enunciate that one. <laughs> so first, and this is a given, set a screen time limit. Uh, I don't. I know both Androids and Apple phones have this ability. Uh, Android was like a little late to the game, but that's neither here nor there. They always are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, set a screen time limit, and you can set it for like certain apps. So like, if you only want to send allow yourself like an hour on Instagram a day, you could do that. Our friend Laura does that. Yeah. She can speak on it. But I'm gonna be so real. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't have the time to be scrolling through things like that. Yeah, Uh, I don't have a screen time limit set on my phone, mm -hmm. but I think, this is going to sound insulting, but I feel like I have good enough self-control to be like, okay, done. Like, TikTok, I use TikTok at home, and normally when I'm here, I delete the app, but this semester, I was like, well, let me just try it out. Like, can I actually control myself? I haven't been on TikTok that much, so yes, I can. Like, when I don't have schoolwork that is due, or, like, other things that I can be doing instead, I'll go on TikTok. Yeah, this may be TMI, but there are only... There's one specific time where I'm on TikTok, and it's a very specific time that doesn't happen all too often, if you understand my meaning. If you understand my meaning. Anyways. We all understand <laughs> what you mean. And, but funny. if also if that's something you need, is if a screen time is something you need, go ahead and set it. Yeah. Also, be sure it, to like if you want to work towards a goal of like a specific hour of screen times, use the features available to you on your phone. I know, like I said, Apple has it, and I'm pretty sure Samsung phones have it as well. So, Period. be sure to look. Don't be like it's not available available to me to the end of the week, so I'm just going to pretend it's not happening. Like you're spending five hours on TikTok. You need... That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> what is your screen time? Uh, like, for a week. Let me see if I can find I'm it. I'm curious, but... Um, we're, we're, I'm not going to put it on the podcast. I don't want them to know. I feel like that's embarrassing for me. Perfect. Uh, the next tip that we have is... No, no, it's that one's mine. I want to say it. Oh, okay. Do you want me to pause, or do you... Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're so back. Uh, we okay, just... so we look... <laughs> we look 
and we weren't going to share, and we're still not going to, but we were, we had the exact same amount of hours, and I had two less minutes than Ray. I had 27 minutes, he had 29, but I think that's so cool. Our most used apps, though, are different, mine is Hulu. And mine is Snapchat, which is, I didn't... Absurd. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't know how I possibly spend that much time on Snapchat, but neither here nor there. Well, you don't spend a lot of time on your... Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, so the next tip that we have is if you're out with your friends, no phones. I... This is a pet peeve for me. If we go out to breakfast, lunch, dinner, a meal... <laughs> a snack, even? Yeah, and you are on your phone the entire time we're eating, especially at a restaurant... I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah, so when we were at Chili's the other night, I was I was on my phone and I was gonna I was gonna text my mom because she's been feeling unwell for the past few Do days. Do not make me look bad. She no, actually no, uh, no. she snatched my phone out of my hand and threw it through the <laughs> Chili's window. That didn't happen. <laughs> no, but imagine. No, but let's imagine if it did though. Um, no, this is fun. Do you you know some families when they have. One, they either don't eat together, which I think is weird in itself, but yes. when they eat together, they're, like, all on their phones. I don't understand that. Why are you eating together? <laughs> right. At that point, y'all can, like, send an email that dinner is ready. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. insane. In my, in my house, it's always been, like, no phones at dinner. Yeah. Like, if somebody calls us in the middle of dinner, the phone will have to ring. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, that makes more sense to me. But yeah, It does. I'm actually really bad at the whole family, or whenever I'm out with Carly and our friends, being on my phone. One, because I feel like I'm about to miss something, and me and Outlook go way back. I'm surprised that's not my highest um, <laughs> screen time. I love Outlook. Live, love, laugh. Outlook. Live, laugh, love. Oh, live, live laugh, love. Live, love. Anyways, yeah, I, if we're together the entire day, and like, we're just having a chill lunch at the house, I'm fine if you're on your phone, but like, if we're out at, like when we were out at brunch, Mm. There is no reason to be on your phone. That is the first time we've seen each other all day. I'm obsessed with you. You need to pretend to be obsessed with me. <laughs> I am obsessed with you. Yeah, I know, obviously. Okay. And then Laura was there too, but Laura doesn't normally have an issue with the, the phone. She's yeah. good at what she does. She is. Or like, if we're, I don't know, like if we're doing something together, I don't want you to just be on your phone the whole time. Like, I made time to hang out with you so I can hang out with you, not you and your little phone. Have <laughs> you not you and your little phone? Anyways, um, <laughs> next. Okay, our next one is deleting apps that harm your mental health. Uh, for example, TikTok or Instagram. We spoke about this in our social media episode. We, we did. are very... We, as humans, love to compare ourselves to other humans. And TikTok and Instagram is a prime place to do that. Because you see people living their best life, rich influencers or whatever, and you're like, I want to be just like them. But also, you know how damaging that can be to your mental health? So like, in anyway. general? And we're adults, so obviously we know that what we see on Instagram is not what's actually happening in this person's real life. It's probably not that extravagant. But imagine someone in middle school or someone in high school or elementary schoolers have socials now, which is strange. Uh, but yeah, imagine how weird that can be for their developing mind. I can't imagine it's good. I can't imagine it's good either. So deleting those apps, if you start to see yourself like, one, spending too much time, like far too much time on those apps, delete it, get rid of it, have some self-control, get her out of here. Um, I only get her out of here. Or if you see it like having a negative impact on your mental health and you're like starting to compare yourself to these people, do yourself a favor and get her out of here. Yeah. Um, but also like, I guess this is a new thing. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop, number one. But stop depending on like one source for all of the information you get. Heavy. 
that one source is not going to be accurate, especially if it's Fox or CNN. Yeah, diversify your information. And, like, <laughs> we said this in our conspiracy episode, do not believe everything you read online, actually. Yeah, please. And I know there's, a, there's, like, adults that still do this. And I feel like when we were growing up, they were like, yeah, you can't trust everything you read online. Like, they drill that into us. Yeah. But there's, like, some grown, grown people that are, like... Grown. If it's on Facebook, it must be fact. Because why would they lie? Why would they why lie on Facebook? They? I'm yeah. asking, right? No, they couldn't ever. And then there's people in our generation that were like, why would they lie on TikTok? Yeah. Girl? Like, TikTok as a news source is crazy to me. And I'm trying to be respectful, because I know some people, like, I'm sure some of our friends are like, TikTok's reliable. I'm a, I'm a pray for y'all. Certainly. I have been. Yeah, certainly in my thoughts, mm. if not prayers. Anyways, um, it's been like a long time. Do it you has. think it's time for you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Can okay. I wait? Can I speak on this? Carly made this out. I outline, and she made the outro. Good on her. Um, Thank you. This new format that she has, everyone applaud her. Thank you. Thank you. She's Thank so you. good at what she does. I wish I was half as good as Carly. No. Because last week's. <laughs> do you want me to keep going? Yeah. Okay. Because last week's outline was, like, really bad. It wasn't bad. It was just different. But this one's different. And we had a lot of good conversation. Yeah, okay. this one is different in a way that's, like, it's more organized. It's the exact same format Ray, like, did last week. Yeah. It's just organized And it looks more familiar. Yeah. Like, it's what I was used to last season. Yeah. So. But I like... Sorry. Outro time. <laughs> outro time. But that's not wrapping us up yet. <laughs> I like this format a lot more because we make so much eye contact. Like, I am sat in a way that I am looking directly at Ray. Like, I'm not looking at my computer. Right. The, I'm making eye contact with the him. The mic is between us. We're just making direct eye contact this entire time. Yes. It's been really fun. It's, like, more close to what our actual conversations are like. Yeah. Anyways, glad you guys could experience that. Alrighty. Well, that pretty much wraps us up for this week's episode of Coffee and Cream. As always, thank you guys for listening, and major thanks to our friends and families for all of their support. We I would not, argue that it's no. constant and continued. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, they never stop. Never. And please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going for real. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like we couldn't do it without you guys. You understand. Also, we tried a new format yet again that we just talked about. So if you think this episode was more coherent than last week's episode, let us know. Anything to add, Ray? Okay, so as I mentioned, Carly made this outline, and uh, she always does, like, these cool little fillers for me that I really <laughs> enjoy. Um, so let me just read what she what she wrote uh, last night. <laughs> she said, Rocks are my favorite food. I eat them for every single meal. They make me so happy, and I think they are so yummy. Some, some, <laughs> sometimes, Not say it with a straight face, because Sometimes I even dip them in ranch because it adds some flavor. Also, Carly is, like, so super cool. Um, no, but... And tell me that you haven't said those things word for word to me. I... No, you have. You said them. I don't eat rocks. Ray. I did not have relations with that rock. Please stop. Please stop lying. Okay. Um, Tell the people that you eat rocks. I'm not gonna say that. Are you embarrassed? No, 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 no. no. Everybody eats rocks sometimes. Do you? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. But I know that you really like them and I support you. You're such a good friend, but I don't eat rocks. Guys, he's lying. (laughs) Denial is a river in each. (laughs) (laughs) I said that to someone yesterday, and they were like, (laughs) "They were like, I hate people who don't get it." No, for real. Um, Laugh. Anyways, (laughs) anyways, I really enjoyed this topic. Uh, (laughs) I could talk about it for hours because at some parts of it really get me up in arms. I'm like, "Arg, 
technology is so bad. But Arga. also, uh, Arg, <laughs> <laughs> the British are not coming. <laughs> Anyways, uh, wow, maybe we spent too much time on TikTok. Actually, I didn't find that. I no, was really confused. Uh, me and Laura, we found this. I forgot the creator's name, but she is so funny. She was like the person who first said, uh, "You and what army?" and <laughs> <laughs> the video was like you and what army and everybody was like oh, wow wow and, and then the background was like the british are not coming because you know like you and what army get it the british are paul no, revere no, we're, no um anyways i don't think paul revere is real yeah we're gonna talk was, about that next week i was or now <laughs> i was thinking about our conspiracy episode mm -hmm. and there's like a whole sect of people who don't think paul revere is an actual person so i was thinking we could do another planes and paul because i was also going to do db cooper who jumped out of a plane and disappeared so Perfect, and I can talk about how that man is not real. D.B. Cooper or Paul Revere? Paul Revere. Okay. <laughs> I really, like, he, no way. We'll talk about it later. Right, what did he do, tweet it? Come on now. No, you're, like, you're telling, no, I can't actually. Okay. It makes me so upset. I get so mad. Anyways, are you done? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's all that we have for you guys. Join us next week for an exciting new topic, possibly Plans in Paul Part 2. Who knows? That's not coming to and episode 13. <laughs> just kidding. Not to episode 13. Next week, we have another fun, new, exciting thing that I don't know what it is yet. Anyways, and we'll probably have a new format. Okay, well, remember to be safe, be smart, and take a digital detox. Ooh, write that down. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.